Welcome to the Work From Home podcast with Mr. Tolubalogun. In this podcast series, I will be talking about various ways for you to transit to working from home if you are not already doing so. If you are already working from home like me, I will be talking about a lot of things you can do to scale your business and move it to the next level. Hi everyone and welcome again to another episode of the Work From Home podcast with Mr. Tolu Balugun. I'm sorry I was out of reach for the most part of April. It was because I was trying to get some part of my life in order and I had to take a step back to be able to repackage and become better, become more enjoyable and produce the kind of content that you would love to listen to. This has brought me to the realization that I need to cast my net and showcase the things that I'm good at. And because of that, I'll be taking you through journeys that are guaranteed to help you on the journey to becoming a good and great work from home expert. I'm not saying by any means that I'm an expert in a lot of things, but I can categorically tell you that I'm good at a lot of things. And this desire to help you also choose the right path is why I have come back and changed the way that the show is run. You would know naturally that would have guests um, in every other week of the month while I would have a solo episode at the very first week of the month. But um, right now, I'm trying to give you as much quality that I want you to get. And because of that, I will be hosting and soloing most episodes. Every once in a while, we will still have guests, but I want this to be on a plan. For example, through the month of May 2021, we'll be talking graphics design, everything graphics design. I want you to be able to come back at any point to my library of episodes and be able to learn things that will help you to move forward in your career or will help you kickstart your career in any chosen field. A lot of times people think work from home can be very difficult to start, can be very difficult to understand and all of that. But with my experience, I should be able to, you know, nudge you in the right direction and help you realize that you can get things started even way easier than you believe. So, for example, today we're going to start with graphics design in understanding what graphics design is. We are going to understand why people do graphics design, who is graphics design for, what are the styles of graphics design. And these are some of the things we are going to consider today. So, as you already know, graphics design is design of graphics <laughs> well let's say graphics design actually helps you to interpret a message graphically so i said graphically because i could not find a better word it helps you to interpret a message 
let's say visually so say you have a concert you need to tell people about your concert you take the key elements of your concert and you try to interpret it visually so that people can relate to the fact that you have a concert and maybe they would remember the details of your concert and might then decide if they want to attend your concert or not so as you see it helps people take decisions based on what they see so i see a graphic poster that you made and i want to attend because i think it's going to be fun because you tried to make it look fun and then i decide to come so you get what i mean um graphics design is really interesting intriguing i myself do a little bit of graphics design because as you already know i'm a jack of all trades and i'm good at a lot so basically some of the um use cases for graphics design is in posters album covers social media bulletins brochures and stuff like that and i would say it's used in almost every field almost every sector almost every brand needs graphics design because come to think of it what's the very first thing you do after you've chosen the name for your brand it's a no-brainer you have to do a logo so at the foundation of every brand business out there graphics design so it's one of the things that you can easily and i mean easily start from home all you need to do is have at least one graphic design tool that you can use and well you always need to check about um the tool you're using understand the terms of use of the particular tool you're using so that you are not doing things against the law so there are some tools out there that would allow not allow you to use the designs you created with them on print materials for example so you have to try to browse through the terms of use I know they can be lengthy just try to browse through them and understand what and what you can use these tools for um, so let's go ahead with our journey so um, graphics design as I said earlier is not difficult to get started with but it's a very 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 technical field and the more you know the more you can hand just like any other field out there so trust me you can build um a, a really good income level by just being a graphics designer and not by just being, being a graphics designer by actually choosing a style that you want to be known for you have the leverage to becoming the very 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 best so in this episode let us just run through some of the um styles of graphics design that are available out there now with graphics design you know we have the tools for graphics design we have the styles of graphic design we also have 
types of graphics design the types we'll talk about in next week's episode but in this episode we just talk about the styles of graphic design and hopefully you'll be able to you know identify some styles that you already know you'll have to pardon me i would not be able to talk in depth about some of the styles because I don't have much knowledge about them but i will be able to talk really well about on about two or three of them because i have some idea about those styles of design so without further ado let's get started now graphics design has always been from a really long time and uh you would have some of the old styles of graphic design like at novu at deco and these two styles were kind of like created or used around the same era and that was like a long time ago definitely before i was born so these styles used um for example the at deco um used by fashion labels and luxury brands also by travel brand um, brands if you go on google today and you type for example london space at space deco spelled london l-o-n-d-o-n space a-r-t space d-e-c-o you would see what the style looks like it's a style that is um apparently beautiful because you know it's used by a lot of luxury and travel brands so definitely it is beautiful they use a lot of geometric shapes in it they use up caps and definitely this design does not push for the depth of field that especially 3d design would always always opt for this is because of number one the era in which it started and also because the focus was more on you know displaying the type of experience that people are going to get so but before at deco there was at novo i don't know if that is the correct pronunciation but it's something that is used also in posters and ads it was whimsical romantic very technical type of graphic design or rather style of graphic design and i mean I wish I could show you what um, the art novel designs look like. They were really nice, at least I thought them to be nice. And I really like the style, even though it's not something I think I can practice. Now, um, let's go straight to the psychedelic design. Actually, um, no when you hear the word psychedelic, it is directly linked to drugs and actually that was the influence for this design style um it was definitely not just influenced by the drug life but also by the culture of the time it was used by bands concerts 
and sometimes album covers and it was all about clashing colors it was all about add to read fonts that were actually huge you can imagine um looking up a poster that caught your attention they will actually catch your attention and then you would have to stare and try to read and if you look at people who use drugs they can actually just be staring at the air so the design tries to mimic the effect of drugs on you but and it does that fairly well because you know there is the font it is actually really large you can see something that caught your attention you know that yes it's about a concert but then you have to you know stand look and be wondering what was written largely now that was the style and oh boy it was very effective especially for the concerts because these were banners that were breathtaking that will catch your attention right off the bat and you would probably have to stand in front of a poster for like two minutes just to be able to read what was there so now um closely related or kind of related is also the punk design the punk design was also you know as a result of the culture and the movement of the punk music style and it used handwritten fonts and it was used mostly on album covers i mean if you look at a lot of punk artists even up till date they use this style of design it uses handwritten fonts and sometimes you see that the fonts look like it was cut like let me try to explain like you have a cardboard or a paper of a certain color and then you outline your font on it and actually cut it out and then paste on a board it's as usual it's usually as the kind of feel to it so that is what punk design kind of looks like and i'm that in your head you might already be saying oh yeah i've seen this style somewhere before yeah you've seen it somewhere before punk music is popular for it so now let's go again to another style um i know there's a style called grunge and i'm not very familiar with it though it looks kind of like beautiful but um, I don't know much about it and there's also the American kitsch it's also a really nice um, design style and pretty neat but I really don't know much about it I know it definitely it was used in the movie industry movie industry at some point but I have to be honest I know a lot but I don't know everything and I could have googled that definitely but I'll let you do that um, American Kitsch is spelled American, then K-I-T-S-C-H. Thank you for Googling if you're interested. Um, then the next two styles are styles that I'm very, 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 very interested in. And that's the Swiss style and then the minimalist style. The minimalist style is what I do. It makes life easier for me and it's probably the most popular but 
before this uh, minimalist design was the Swiss style. The Swiss style actually kind of influenced or gave birth to the minimalist or flat design that we know today. So the Swiss style is also called the international style. It uses a lot of negative space. It pays so much attention to detail in terms of the, um, we call this, um, I'll get the word, I'll get the word. Sometimes these things, you know, um, just jump out of your head. They use, we use a lot of clean, simple style, um, stiff, saturated color space. And as well, we use a lot of asymmetric layouts in the Swiss style. The Swiss style is very neat, as I said, really close to the minimalist design style, uh, but it is different and it pays so much, so much attention to details. It is used in posters. A lot of posters that came in the 20th century used the um, Swiss style. And the minimalist style came some time after the Swiss style, and it is used by everyone everywhere. Not because it is easy to do, but because um, it's easy to understand by anyone in any culture, and it does not kind of like segregate anyone. It, is used on social media, it is used on TV, it is used in some magazines and whatnot. It is usually monochrome, like monochrome means one color, or you can use up to like two or three colors. So this is how it works. If there are two to three main colors, say blue and green in the design, there can be different shades of the blue and different shades of green. And when you look at it, it doesn't exactly feel like it was just two colors. In fact, your attention is not brought to the colors. Your attention is brought to the beauty and neatness of the design. So most of the time, people really can't even notice that there are probably just two or three colors in the design. They just notice that it is easy for them to look at. It is pleasant for them to look at. And oh my God, they love it. You see, so that is why I also love to do a lot of minimalist design and minimalist design is especially great um, when you are trying to, you know, you have a brand color and you just want the flow of the brand to continue and you want a design that is easily recognizable then you go for the minimalist design. And another thing is that it uses clean images, crisp images, high quality images, unlike some of the other design types that use hand drawn, hand written. And I think the uh, one of the styles I mentioned before uses kind of like, I think the punk design uses photocopy like images, if I'm right. So yeah, so um, the minimalist design is 
really cool and i love it so when you look at brands like bbc especially the news brands they use a lot and i mean a lot of minimalist design because when you see them post the news graphics you would see it follows a certain template and that is what minimalist design looks like and then you watch out for some content creators also out there on Instagram, you would notice that they have a flow to how they present their information, usually one or two colors. And the most easily recognizable ones will be the semi-bright colors, like not too bright orange, um, not too bright yellow. And then they mix it with, and when you're counting colors, um, let me be really fast about that. Usually don't count black or white. So you count the colors on the color spectrum aside black or white. So I know when you're doing black and white, it's also considered monochrome, but it could, uh, if you're doing red and white, it's also considered monochrome. You understand? When it's strictly black and white, then it's just grayscale exactly that's the word i was looking for grayscale so grayscale is a type of monochrome but it's just um black and white but when we are counting colors we don't count black or white so it has to be um other colors aside black and white so you have your not so bright orange or not so bright yellow and then you mix it with the black or white or the black and white and you have your minimalist design it's easy to call um easy to recognize rather and sweet to the eye so next week we'll be looking at um or oh, before I go to next week, let me talk about the last style of design. I almost skipped it because it's is would I say beyond me? It is not something I practice, but it's something that is widely used by a lot of um, people, brands, and organizations out there, especially in the gaming and tech world. It's called the three-dimensional design style. So it tries to mimic the three dimensions on a flat surface so you definitely your paper just has a length and breadth it has no depth but the 3d design tries to use lights and shadows to create the illusion of depth so that's why we call it the 3d design so it goes a step further by using lights and shadows to create let's say semi-realistic um 3d um experience so it is really cool it is really nice and trust me there's no way you would see a properly done 3d design and not fall in love with it and sometimes people have to use um, 3d design tools to create these things sometimes you can just use your 2d design tool and then try to use as i said it's all about the light and the shadows that's what makes it different from most of the design types out there while also to be honest in some types of um of minimalist design you can bring some elements of 3d typography but usually it's not like an heavy heavy everything to do you can go all flat but sometimes you can bring in some elements of 3d typography which is totally cool and that comes to the end of this episode and i'm pretty sure you enjoy this uh, don't mind my 
mistakes if I made some I'm not perfect I know a lot I'm not perfect as I usually say but I mean I know that I gave you some really valuable information in this episode as you know I still remain Mr. Tolubalogo I want you to be able to build a secure and safe work from home business and if you are um, someone that has an eye for detail that loves to create then you can give graphics design a go and some of the easiest apps you can use to get started with graphics design are web apps actually and some of the best web apps you can get actually out there Crello and um, Canva Crello and Canva are some of the two um, web apps you can use to get started with graphics design. They do come with their own template sets, so it's kind of easier for you to get started. So why not go on Crello, go on Canva today, get a free account and experiment with some designs post it out there and see what people would say about how good you are you can as well you know just keep practicing and practicing until someone somewhere would see what you did and be like can you do a design for me and that is what would usually start your work from home business from that one person that is going to ask you can you do that for me just you know keep on designing keep on showing people what you can do you never ever know when you would start getting the can you do this for me calls they are beautiful calls they are calls that will launch you out there so don't be scared don't be worried just know that you can get started today and like the nike brand would say just do it so just do it already and don't wait for my episode where I talk about some of the design apps out there and what they are good for. Just get started and you know, I'll either you catch up with me or I'll catch up with you at some point. We'll all go on this journey together and we'll all be better for it. As I always say, I still remain Mr. Tolubalogun and I want you out there to have a very great and wonderful week. Love you.